Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Fools on a Hill podcast. I'm Cal and I'm joined by Yanni and Liam. Hello, Hi, boys. Hello. Hi, Cal. Hi. And today we are here to celebrate the 20th birthday of Rockapas BT Dubs, also BT known as dubs. Red Hot Chili Peppers, with the album By the Way. Play the jingle. Can't believe it's 20. Only 20. Only bloody 20. It seems older to me. Uh, it does seem a lot older, to be fair. Um, this is one of the first, well, not the album, but the, the tracks from this album were one of the first that I remember actively liking as a, as a, as a ween. Ute. Mm-hmm. As, a, yeah. as a ute, yep. Uh, so ute. It, it does kind of confuse me that they were actually released around the time mm-hmm. and that they weren't so- there. Are we uh, are we already into it? I feel like that was this a good place. We're yeah. just talking about the album, yeah, yeah. though. I think we kind of skipped over the jingle a little bit, but yeah, we did. Crack, you know, well, that's what post. that's what editing's for. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah by the way, this this yeah. is mad. This this first fact because I've got all the facts. Are you ready? Are you ready for <laughs> yeah. this? And I'm not reading these word for word off Wikipedia. I swear down <laughs> on someone else's mother's life. Uh, by the way, is the eighth. Jeez. Studio album, which is wow. fucking mental. No How more. can your eighth studio album be the best album you produced? Oh, that's a spoiler, isn't it? He's <laughs> giving it away. Um, yes. By American, in case you couldn't guess, rock band Red Hot Chili Peppers with one L. Um, it was released July 9th, 2002, as Carl said, celebrating its 20th birthday. <laughs> that is. I uh, remember those days. That is um, not that long ago, really, for us. Um, it sold more than 286,000 copies in its first week. Pete at number two. Oh, oh that's that hasn't even begun to peak. That hasn't okay. even. Um, the singles from this, which we'll cover in a bit, were, by the way, the Zephyr song. Yes. Can't stop. Um, dozed? Mm. Was it? And I never knew it was a single. And universally speaking. Um, I didn't know those was a single. Yeah, apparently wow, so. Strange. This album, as many uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers album, was produced by Rick Rubin. Um, and it was recorded in California. But <laughs> um, <laughs> the writing uh, for this began during their California Haitian tour. California Haitian was their sort of um, reunion with John, the first reunion. Fucking hell. How many reunions has had John won, eh? <laughs> Fucking hell, John. Um, and we're going to talk about it. Um, sorry, I've before, not... just to, sorry to just throw in here. Oh, before Californication was uh, One Hot Minute. Yeah. That doesn't seem to, that, that <laughs> doesn't seem to lead, that's not right. Um, yeah. Thanks, Something <laughs> doesn't feel right about that. Okay, that's good. He'll take it. We're going to go track through uh, track. That's not how we say it. We'll go through <laughs> this track by track. <laughs> Starting with the title track, By The Way. Um, Boys, I mean, this is a way to this open an album, isn't it? Isn't it just stonks? Um, it's just a massive tune. Flea, as ever, is on top form, but particularly in the breakdown. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, that is one flea I wouldn't bat away. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, boys. I um, I don't love the verses in this song. I don't. But I do really like the chorus and the intro and that part very much. Is that because it, it has an offensive word in, so you can no longer like it? I'm not actually aware of that. Um, but yes, that is. Yeah, what's reason. the offensive word? Thank you for giving uh, me. A I'll bleep it. Another word for a, a lesbian that's not very nice. Oh, a, a reclaimed word though. Is that right? Yeah, unless you're a lesbian, in which case use all the uh, time and places that you want to. Um, by the way, um, I disagree yeah. with your point. Uh, I I it's like fun. every aspect of this. Um, the but the bass yeah by Flea is. Phenomenal. Great. Uh, great way to open the album in your face. Um, moving on. We've great got back and forth from speaking. John as well. Sorry. Or throughout the album. Throughout. Yeah, definitely. Um, but moving on, because I've already done it, Liam, so shut your mouth, is Universally Speaking. Um, great track again. It's, it's just nice to go and listen to an album where you can put it on and you just know that you're going to get great songs back-to-back without having to worry or think, this song is coming on next. Fuck. No, you don't get that. Still, great song. Holds a special place for me. I don't know if it does for Liam. But um, we... Holds a special place for me because uh, covered it as part of my and Liam's first foray into a band, um, Mm -hmm. which Callum was... uh, What was it? it? Kicked out of, that was it. Kicked out of, yeah. Oh, we played this live. It was great. We did. I remember practicing practicing this nonstop. Um, and there's hand I still playing love this on bass. This track, yeah. Um, bass is fantastic in this song. It's relentless and subtle. I would it say is. Mm. it is. But and there's part towards the end of this song where, before learning to play it, kind of never pick up on, but. They're beautiful and they really kind of add uh, alongside the guitar. Um, are just wonderful. I implore you to really listen to the bass in this song if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, to play it, that beginning part where it's constant, it's an octave. Mm. Oh, fuck me, that hurts. <laughs> um, but yeah, great. It's a good, very good song. Very Speaking good John's song. backing vocals, great in this, by the way. I'll at the yes. end part where he comes in singing over Anthony with the harmony. Beautiful. And I never noticed until listening to it again um, the other day that there's like um, a string section during the chorus in like the left ear, um, yeah. like stabby bits, and then it sort of releases into a long note. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I never noticed that. There's quite a couple of times on this album where songs that I know very well or thought I did, there's instruments on it that I had no idea were there. So it was quite nice. It felt quite refreshing. To hear yeah. something new on a track that I've known what feels like my entire life. Yeah, that's a good point, Yanni. I feel like I've known this track my entire life as well. Proper reminds me of being a wee nipper. Um, the video always made me laugh. It was a carry-on from the By The Way video where the taxi driver is returning a magazine to Anthony, yeah. which is always enjoyable to watch. Wonderful track. Happy times. Definitely. Which reminds me of, you know, not having to pay rent and all that shite. <laughs> not having to worry about what the <laughs> government does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, moving on, 
this is the place from one very happy song to one <laughs> um not so happy but not in the i don't like this song way i mean just uh contextually um i very much like this song um great um i don't really know what more to say on this i like anthony's sort of delivery on the vocals the scenes bits and the dragged out bits at the end of the phrases mm-hmm. are, are good and then the guitar the bloom little bit that comes in bad bad impression of that um during the verses i really like and the chorus great yeah, yeah. This is just a nice time in Red Hot Chili Peppers' career where album tracks are still slappers. And yeah. it's just a wonderful slappers, time. actually. As you said, sorry, yeah, slappers. Um, <laughs> as you said, it's nice to put on an album where back-to-back songs are wonderful. And this is another example of that. Definitely, as the guitar tone in this song is just phenomenal. What a great sound. And you're right, Yanni, the little bling, that kind of part of what he's playing just sounds... Wonderful, very simple bass line in this as well, which I really think really complements it very well. Um, and just a very well-written song. I have to be honest, this song and the next two, that three-song yeah. chunk, in my head, was like way further down on the album. Yeah. Same. Like, a, possibly like song like 9, 10, 11 or something. And I was very confused when listening to it. And even looking at it now, it just doesn't look right for some reason. But <laughs> I don't know what's happened that kind of, what is that next mind. song, Liam? That next song is the best Red Hot Chili Peppers song, in my opinion. <laughs> and that is Dosed. Um, <sighs> honestly, this song gets me every single time. There's like three, maybe four different guitar parts going on at, yeah. at once. And Unreal. the bass and the drums kick in. Oh, wonderful. One of the best vocal performances, I think, by uh, Anthony Keyless. And wonderful backing vocals from Mr. Prashante. Um Oh, just a phenomenal song. Yeah. Well, Liam, you've done that word for word, mate. So Yeah. <laughs> I um unfortunately I, I've didn't really hear this song at the time of day when uh when I first started listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, like properly, which would have been end of high school when you were when you bought like the Give It Away record. No, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic record. Yeah. Um sorry. Um but yeah, coming back to it now, because it's still fresh to me, it's just mm-hmm. even more special. Like it just, it's so good. Like you say, the guitars alone, I could listen to five minutes of just that. It's just so perfect. But yeah, and the last, the last chorus when like, Prashant is really going for it, um, the the vocals and stuff, and then it goes into that guitar line where he, kind of like a solo outro kind of thing. If you could just get that little, like, I don't know, minute and a half, whatever it is, and put that in a vial, I'd fucking pump that shit in my body every single day. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> telling you now. What a moment in life. It is a great track. Uh, it's the song Don't Forget Me. Um, bass intro to this one. Very nice power chords. Mm-hmm. Nice change for the album at this point. Um, and I feel like the drums are a bit more technical than most Red Hot Chili Peppers songs. They're, they're not really like difficult. I mean, a bit but more like, considered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not just definitely. kind of like going for some sort of funky beat. He mm. actually feels like it's trying to complement the music. A it lot more. feels like something builds. You've got John's guitar creeping in, like picking, and Incredible, Anthony's yeah. sort of build up vocals. 
great. He really shines on this. Anthony does, yeah. as well as everyone else, to be honest. But particularly since you mentioned it, I've noticed it. Thinking back and then listening to it now as we're going through it, Anthony really. Yeah, this is my other. This. this is this and those are my two kind of Anthony Kiedis standouts ever, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think this song's great. That build up, as you mentioned, is phenomenal when John comes in with that very kind of simple, just like hammer on kind of guitar line. Um. And then that chorus just feels so powerful. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's the first, like, at some point in the chorus, um, there's, like, a bass line that just, like, um, Fleet is, like, a do-do-do-do-do part. It just sounds beautiful. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a very underrated uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper song. I mean, it's it's easy to be because they've got 60,000 songs, but um, this is, like, kind of right up there for me. Yeah. I think this is... Um, uh... Well, go on. You tell Sorry. me that I fucking take ages. For Sorry, no, it's just because I was I'm listening to it and it just got to the part and the way it just the bass ends the song very kind of abruptly. Really love that. I don't know why. I really love that. Anyway, sorry, go on. Go on. I think this is uh, John's guitar highlight on the record for me. Uh, I think his riffage in this track is just tip top, mighty fine. Uh, it made me feel really emotional, and I don't know why, but it just did. Uh, powerful song. It. it is powerful. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, moving on to a song I had no idea was on this album. I'm not gonna lie what? to you. I just I did. Yeah, I, I kind of had this. Similar... I associate this with like scar tissue era. I don't really know why. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. I I know what you mean, but for me, this song just feels like it's in its own bubble, and like yeah. has just always existed, just somewhere, <laughs> yeah. just floating about. Like I, I can't describe the way this song makes me feel without yeah, getting 100%. too cheesy. No, no, no. Like yeah. it's it it's gets one you of there. my favorite songs ever. Always will be, yeah. probably. Um, but and just yeah, like I say, it has felt like I it's always existed, and it just I can't. I genuinely, I'm struggling as you can tell to describe how I feel about <laughs> this song, other than it's just great. Yeah, and it, I don't think I'll ever tire of it ever. I'm exactly the same, mate. Um. It sounds fresh even now, but it reminds it it reminds me of being in my auntie and uncle's house in Uxbridge, well Hayes, but in London way, being proper tiny. <laughs> and well, just in case they listen, I don't want them to think I don't know where they lived because I did. Um, What's their exact address? Well, they now live <laughs> in in Wales, um, so that's fun. Uh, come down, babe. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it just reminds me of being young, and it every time I listen to it, it just takes me. To another level, man. Yeah, I am. Um, to go back to your first point, Callum, I agree with what you're saying. Is it, and it kind of ties into what Yang was saying. This kind of exists on its own. It feels like um, I actually always thought of it just as like a non-album single track for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but possibly just some mixture of what you're saying. But um, yeah, in terms of what you mentioned before, Combat Riffage on the last song for me, this is like a peak Krishante guitar mm. line. Uh, unbelievable, and no one's mentioned yet the screaming at the end of the song from Frusciante. Mm. That backing is just incredible, and every time we get to that point, it's like hairs on the back of your neck stand up kind of thing. Wonderful song. This is uh, to me. This is uh, I'm going to spoil it. Like peak Chili Peppers. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's just. Incredible. I don't. It feels like something that couldn't ever be replicated again. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, moving on um, to Can't Stop, a song that probably everyone in their uh, life has, has heard at least once. Um, Especially if you've been to 42s. <laughs> yeah. uh, and if you haven't, uh, fair play to avoiding this because it's insane. Like yeah. um, <laughs> it's still a great Being song. The riff, incredible. It's one of those riffs that you, when you feel like you've got it, you still haven't got it. There's still yeah. little elements to it where you just can't do it like John does it. There's like the constant muting of the guitar strings that you feel like, oh, I'm playing this right. And then you listen to the song, you're like, how is he? How is he moving his hands this fast and in this rhythm and it's not working? And then the bass that sort of follows this, but sort of not great as well. They work so well together. Um, it is straight drumming, so it's pretty typical. Um, but with the rhythms of the bass and guitar, it just works so very well. And Anthony's sort of rappy vocals are great, and John's backing vocals of ours. Yeah. Nice. The harmonies, he's got the two kind yeah. of, yeah, unbelievable. And his his solo, sorry, Danny, if you're finished, Johnny, I'm I assuming am. you are. I'm done. Um, everything you said is correct. Well done. Um, John's solo in this song is great when it just it's just the guitar, mm. and then oh, sorry, it's the bass as well. But the bass it feels so like raw, and you can almost hear feel the the room kind of the yeah exactly. You can hear the room. You can you can hear him like hitting the strings kind of thing or you can feel it at least there's a raw energy in this song from flu um which you would not get from anyone else and um yeah and then there's back and vocals it's just a it's just a great song there's a reason why it's like probably i assume it's in their top most listened songs on like spotify and stuff mm-hmm. um i think it's probably one of the first songs i ever heard of red hot, red hot chili peppers i'd assume because it's just kind of everywhere at some point um I remember the music video from this. Just yeah, it's a great inside music a video. bin. <laughs> very good music video. Um, very yeah, simple, but song. very good. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to be anywhere near as eloquent as you two. It slaps hard. Thanks. <laughs> That's all it needs. Um, moving on, I could die for you. At this point, it starts going into songs where I don't really visit them as much. Mm. Um, which for a couple of them is quite a shame because there are some very good songs still to come. Um, but this is still a good song, sort of ballady. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much more to say on that. Um, yeah. All these sort of elements we mentioned before about John's back and vocals and all that kind of jazz and the bass and all that still ring true. It's just doesn't feel as impactful in this. It doesn't resonate as well as the other songs. I'm getting to the point in the album now where I don't really, I, I'm not really familiar with most of these, um, especially on the same level as the ones we've covered previously. Um, so I'm just kind of gonna phase myself out right about now. But um, but yeah, all everything I've said applies to the next ten songs. They're all extremely good. Red Hot Chili Peppers were clearly at the peak of their powers at this point. Everyone is on top form. All these songs are good. My lack of familiarity comes really with the next song. Um, but this one, I, I really like the song. I like it. It feels like it's got like a few very distinct parts to it in terms of structure. Um, and I really love the um, come along and go, that kind of high kind of vocal part that uh, Anthony does. I think it's very nice. Uh, and the I Could Die For You part, it just feels very kind of serene, very um, very gentle in a way. 
Um, and nice. <laughs> moving on. Nice. Um, moving on to midnight, which starts very strangely. Sort of breaks your neck a bit. You're like, what? Why am I yeah. hearing this instrument play at the start? Bit of symphony. Um, yeah. um, it's it's very weird. Uh, I'm going to throw the word in there: juxtaposition compared to the rest of the album. Um, when it starts, but then it sort of gets into it with the guitar and Anthony and everything else, and feels like it's in more familiar familiar territory. Um, I like the pre-chorus, the chorus as well. I feel like it's probably one of the better choruses of the album. To be honest, just gets underlooked as a whole song. Um, John's backing vocals again are great, and in the second verse, when there's some kind of woodwind instrument, maybe or a very um, low stringed instrument that plays, it mm. it works so well. I like, I get goosebumps to be honest when I hear it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this is uh, quite an underrated track off the album. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like I said before. I- this isn't one I revisit much. Um, although when I've like listened to it, I feel like I've listened to it a million times at the same time. Um, <laughs> I really like the the intro, like you kind of touched on there, and that kind of like siren sound. Kind mm. of sounds a bit like a, a slowed down kind of... This song, for me, um, makes me feel like I'm... What's the video? I can't think. Um, but like, you know, Batman... Um, the Schumacher Batman films, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can imagine like a video of oh, what the fuck is that music video? It's like a camera going through the streets like that, kind of following a car. Oh, I don't know, but that, but in that Gotham City car <laughs> crash <laughs> by idols. I haven't or seen grounds, that. Sorry. grounds maybe. No, a very like kind of, um, a very kind of early noughties. Oh. Um. Something like similar to like a gorillas video, if that makes sense. Maybe like no dares or anyway, Schumacher's Batman. <laughs> That's where it takes me to that version of Gotham City. Um, I don't know why it takes me, but I think it's a great time. Anyway. Okay, moving on. Throw away your television. This feels like it was maybe a leftover from the Californication sort of uh, era of songs. I'm getting like all around the world kind of vibes mm. from yeah. it. Um, I like it. I I love the song still great um and there's a weird like harmonica part that comes in which seems very left field yeah but um yeah. works perfectly for the actual track um and yeah it's just it feels like it's not really but it feels like old chili peppers um done in a modern setting even though it's it's not early chili peppers obviously because that's completely different but early with John kind of style. Yeah, I completely get what you're saying there. Um, and I really like the kind of harmonica sound. And also the digital kind of glitchy sounds towards the end. Whatever that is, I assume it's actually just a guitar with kind of effect on. Um, oh. But yeah, this is one that like, I know it sounds stupid, but I'll never skip this song. Yeah. If it comes on. like, yeah. And many like of these other songs I, I might, but I kind of always feel like I have to listen to it. <laughs> uh, just something about it just kind of gets me going. I really enjoy listening to it. Uh, and that bass line is just yeah. wonderful. Great. The way it bounces, Another one where great. it feels like it's raw. Yeah, you're in the room. Yeah. Um, moving on to the weirdest track <laughs> on the album. I, I baffled me again when I re-listened to the album. Cabron, 
Um, I do not understand why this is on here. It's so bizarre. Uh, feels like it should be on an advert for like a family getaway holiday. Um, it's just so strange. It's not a bad song. I just feel like it shouldn't be on this album. Like, it should just be its own yep. thing for a television thing that they've done, really. Yeah. Um, it's very strange. Yeah, it is very strange. Uh, for me, I imagine it as part of like a movie trailer, and it's like a young boy and a young girl, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like based on some sort of teenage love or something. That's how I see it. Um, some sort of montage video. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it's random, very random. Uh, you know, this is a pretty long album. Maybe they could have cut that one, um, or could have been a B side or something. But mm. I still enjoy listening to it. To be fair. Uh, moving on to tear, yeah, or tear. It's tear. He says tear in the black says tear of record, eh? <laughs> um, I, one of these ones that I'm not really too fussed on, just because it it feels like it should be a closer, but then isn't. It's like an awkward place on the album. I say it feels like a closer because it's slow and it's <laughs> long. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my reasoning for it being a closer. Um, but then just isn't so it just sort of feels like in a weird place because it's not even in the middle of the album um, so yeah I, 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 it's alright I feel like there's better moments like this on the album though yeah I think there's some good moments within this song um, there's like kind of guitar lines and stuff and, and vocal parts um, the kind of I guess there's a chorus part is nice um, I don't know if it is a chorus but then feel like I know the song well enough, but um and I really like the again the harmonies from Frashante. Really good on this song. Um but yeah you're right, it's a bit of a strange one to where mm. it's supposed to live on the album. But um lives from one strange song. one to another strange one. On Mercury. Um not a fan of this. It it fits in the same kind of vein as Cabron where like it just doesn't seem right on the album at all. Feels like it should be a B-side to a single or something. Like, it's just very odd. I've not got much more to say other than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're running into the same issue as um, Pound Nutinia's new album, Last Night in the Bittersweet, covered on episode <laughs> 71. Check it out now. Yanni will put um, the thing here. You pricks, I hate it's you. It's up here. Somewhere. It's in the corner, isn't it? Uh, anyway, it's... Um, yeah, I feel like, really, the last couple of songs and the next couple of songs... Uh, well... Pretty much, anyway, could have just been pulled from this album. Mm. Um, make this like a 12 song album would have been fine. Um, I don't think you'd better. have missed out. I don't think you'd have missed out on much. Uh, I do think there's, there's still good tracks. There's still better than these last couple of songs are still better than the new album. Um, Defo. Pretty much in its entirety. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe a little bit of a cut here could have been. Yeah. Uh, well, saying that though, next song, minor thing. Well, yeah. What a fucking bop. Mm-hmm. I love this song. This what is one that kind bop. of... Well, not that I wasn't enjoying the last few, but this is the one where I kind of re-peaked my interest. The chorus is very good. I was, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this one. Yeah. I mean, there's something so infectious about the start of this and then Anthony's vocals and the lyrics. You just immediately get hooked. I don't, I don't see how you can not, yeah. mm. to be honest. It's just great. Yeah, definitely. It's a very, it's a very like relentless song. Mm. It kind of doesn't give up. Um, it doesn't uh, give. What's the phrase? It doesn't let you go, kind of thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it keeps you hooked through the whole thing. You're right. It hooks you from the second it starts and then keeps you going. 
Um, and the outro was very nice as well. I like with the guitar and everything sort of swirly sounds nice. Um, yeah. Then we have one tape, which again is one that I haven't really spent much time on. Uh, interesting sounds at the start of it. Um, and it's an all right track. Um, again, it feels like it might be a good ender, but mm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's again, a weird place. I feel like it. It's put, especially after minor yeah. thing into this. I don't know. It's just strange. Yeah, I agree. I don't have much more to say other than like I really don't feel like I know this song very well because I probably always skipped the last one, a few songs mm. before this. Um, and you're right, it kind of could fit as a last song, but there's a very clear reason why none of these other songs have been a last song. Very true. Because the last song, Yanni... <laughs> what is that, by the way? It's um, Venice Queen. That sounds like the a Queen good name for an end Venice. song. This this song is um, masterful, Yeah, is the word I'm going to use. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, it's just, it's unbelievable, like, the... The guitar parts, the guitar tones, the very simple bass, everything in that, the vocals, everything, the drums, I'll mention them as well because that's the only thing I didn't mention, in that build-up um, is just, like, wonderful. And then when it just stops, kind of seems randomly, and then we move into the second part of this song where the acoustic guitar kicks in. Wow, mind-blowing. Imagine hearing this song for the first time. Incredible. Incredible, like you say. Yeah, that intro is phenomenal. All the, I feel like, because I've seen them, them perform it live, like on videos online, that mm-hmm. there is like four different guitar parts that he's doing just to create atmosphere. Like there's just mm-hmm. sort of breezy sounds. There's a tremolo effect that you get on one side yep. of your ear. Um, and then the picking of the guitar that's like the main part. It's great. And like you say. Yeah, the Slain Castle video. Yeah, that might that. be it then. Um, but yeah, then that stop. You think it's over, but then, oh no. Kicks you in the face with that acoustic. And it's just, it's just fucking great. What a way to end this album. And the it's review. Really... <laughs> I was just going to say, it's really, um, that's how you write a six minute song. Yeah. If you undo a song more than four minutes or something, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Very good, boys. Wonderful. I have some questions for you. Um, I will also partake in answering. Um, has this album aged well? Mostly, I think. Yeah, yeah mostly. Same as they um, said. I think when, when you look at, like, they've just released another an album, which wasn't very good, with Freshante coming back, but it doesn't feel a million miles away. There's still Chili Peppers. I think Chili Peppers are always very clearly Chili Peppers. Apart from, like, you know, one hot minute was slightly different. The first album with Klinghoffer was pretty different. Um and so was the second album with Klinghoffer. But it it if you know Chili Peppers, it definitely holds up. Uh I think outside of that, they're so kind of unique as a band that mm. it's a hard question to answer because they kind of exist out of time and space. And you know, like songs like the Zephyr song that feel like they've always existed and always have existed. Like the album, in a way, feels the same way. Um, there are some tracks that do feel very kind of 2002. Um, like By the Way, I feel is one of those. And like Midnight, again, like with the whole Batman reference I 
cut off earlier, but um, in general, I think it sounds great. Yeah. Um, and it's maybe too unique to really answer that question. Fair enough. Uh, next question is, what is your first experience with a record? And I think we've all kind of delved into this one where what I personally don't know because it's been in my life forever. Yeah, I feel like that. And I do feel like my first um, conscious uh, awareness of this album would have been with Zephyr Song in particular because I just remember that being on the radio. Same with Coldplay. I know this is like miles apart, but like I remember <laughs> yeah. you know, Coldplay were like big, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, but big at the time, I remember like hearing like something from uh, a, a Russia Blood to the Head kind of time. Um, Although that would have been later, I think. But anyway, yeah. Free. I don't know. Uh, anyway, but those kind of, you know, that kind of era for things, and that just holds like a very special place. So Zephyr Song was probably my first experience with it. Was that the question? I can't remember what the question was. Well, yeah. Liam? For me, I would have heard um, Can't Stop um, all over the gap, like I mentioned before. But really, the rest of the album wasn't until like kind of the end of high school. Um, like Danny mentioned before, and I got like um, Blood Sugar on vinyl, and also By the Way around the same time, and kind of really started listening to the Chili Peppers. Um, but like universally speaking, for example, the first time I heard that was when we were going to start covering it as a band. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So that places it really, you know, if I didn't hear that song, it's the second song on the album. So it must have been around 14, 15, 16, something like that. I think for the actual album, I'm probably the same as you though, Liam, but. Like the singles of this album have been in my life forever, mm. which yeah. is what I should specify. It's only can't stop for me, to be honest. Oh, probably by the way, probably heard by the way. Um, so moving on to your favorite tracks, uh, I'm gonna personally discount the def the the the, defa, the Zephyr song because one I don't associate it with this album, and two, <laughs> it's the obvious answer. So mm. I think we should all stay clear of that. Uh, and I'm going to say universally speaking because it does remind me of being so, so young. And I've just had a five-minute warning that I need to leave. So if we could do this quickly, that'd be great. <laughs> We're not far. Uh, um, yeah, I would probably say the same, universally speaking. I mean, mine would be Dose, so my second would be Zephyr Song. Am I still banned from saying Zephyr Song? <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Okay, so I'm not like first favourite song. Okay. <laughs> um, I really like not saying the... Dose? I don't get I it. I just said those two would be number one. That's what I just well, said. Well, then, so I'm that's your answer. Second... Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how does it compare to the other works? It's the best. It's the best. Hands it's down. their best album. Yeah. They are at the peak of their powers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We love this yeah. album. We love Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> is that we, we love the, the memory. We love the memory. That is all the questions. Well, Apart from, can well, I leave now, please? Uh, in a second. I think we're done. Um, thanks for listening to this classic album spotlight if you've enjoyed the video like and subscribe and comment below answers to those questions maybe that'll be good that'd be nice we should have done that Uh, many times ago yes Um, (laughs) if you want to know where to find us on the socials while you're watching the video well go to the description it's all there baby Um, if you're listening to us do we do that still? Do we still post it as a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Then go to uh, at Falls in the Hill podcast for Instagram and Facebook, at Falls in the Hill pod for Twitter. And if you feel like just, you know, having a goosey hander at our faces, then head over, over, head on over, 
head over on to uh, Falls on the Hill podcast. If you type that in on Twitter, uh, on YouTube, even, <laughs> then you'll get right. it. <laughs> I'm trying to rush because you're panicking me. He's taking longer um, because he's rushing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not rushing. I'm Welsh. Um, you Greek, really. And a little bit of Greek. Smash plates yeah. and dog vision. And that's me. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, and on that note, um, if we're going to say one note each, I want to count down from three, and then we've got to give one note. Okay? Okay. Three, two, one. G C. sharp. Ah. <laughs> Don't know what that was. Uh, no, we need it. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.